Today, we're taking a look at hyaluronic acid in Korean skincare, why it's a wonder ingredient, and some of the best K-beauty hyaluronic acid products on the market. Welcome to The Korean Beauty Show, where we're talking all things Korean skincare, makeup, and more. If you want to learn about the hottest trending products and ingredients straight from South Korea, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, we'll be diving in to take a look at the latest trends, as well as all the tips and tricks you need to perfect your K-beauty routine. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, professional K-beauty expert and founder of Korean beauty platform, Style Story. Today's episode is brought to you by Style Story, your go-to for K-beauty. Shop online at stylestory.com.au to discover unique brands you won't find anywhere else, plus cheap international shipping. Hello and welcome back for another week of the Korean Beauty Show. In this week's K-Beauty News headlines, the Ministry of Food and Drug Safety has been cracking down on false advertising claims. They recently published a notification of cosmetics that are violating the advertising requirements. What they said is that because of COVID-19, there has been a really big surge in the online shopping, people's online shopping for home care products. So they inspected over 500 cosmetics that were being sold online and found that 336 of them were making false claims about medical efficacies. And most of the products involved were cellulite cream. The ministry said that some of the phrases that were concerning that were being used included things like scar treatment and fat reduction. And they reminded brands that in Korea, cosmetics are products that apply, rub or spray to the human body in order to clean, beautify, maintain or improve the health of skin and hair and have minor effects on the human body. So by definition, cellulite creams are not products that, uh, you know, they're they're, they're doing more than that. They're making medical claims about their effects. And so these brands need to be very careful about the types of claims that they're making about products that are just ordinary cosmetics. And the authority also emphasized the importance of promoting products legally and showed them examples of non-compliance and compliance so that brands can actually use that as a guide about what kinds of claims they can legally make about their products. Uh, I know this is a very, very big problem in Australia as well. Our regime, uh, which is regulated by the TGA, is actually very similar. And the definition of um, a a cosmetic is quite similar in that it is involving something that um, maintains or improves the health of the skin, but it's not making a medical claim. Uh, And that's why sunscreens and things like that are regulated as drugs because they are actually going that step further and making those kind of claims. Uh, And brands in Australia as well get caught out all the time making uh, claims about uh, a medical condition that they're just not allowed to make. So I see brands regularly um, in their Facebook ads promoting creams for psoriasis, eczema, dermatitis. These are all recognized medical conditions. So unless the product has been registered with 
the TGA, or in this case, Korea's uh, MFDS, then the brands can't make claims like that because they're selling just an ordinary cosmetic. So I think this is a very popular, not popular, this is a very common product uh, problem, rather, the world over. This is not just in Korea, but obviously the ministry decided that given how many people are shopping online for cosmetics at the moment because of COVID, that it was high time that they crack down on some of the companies that are making really blatantly false advertising claims. Uh, and I actually had a look at the notice that they published uh, and one of them was quite egregious. This lady essentially has like a hole in her face, like I'm not even exaggerating. And then the cream apparently improved the the scar from that, from like a really, really bad scar into basically nothing. So the ministry rightly pointed out that that is not a simple or a basic cosmetic product. That is clearly a medical product. Uh, and if they want to advertise it like that, then they need to make sure that they have the right uh, registrations uh, and patents and the, the data to back up their claims, basically. So this is a really common problem in the cosmetic industry in every every country, but that has been in the headlines Um recently so i thought we would have a chat about that on the show this week uh it seems like you guys are enjoying the k-beauty news headline segment i've had a lot of feedback on instagram that people like it and that they would like the segment to continue so look if that's the case then great if you have any other feedback or suggestions come and find me i am at lauren.kbeauty i'm always happy to chat with you guys about you know the kinds of episodes you want what kind of information you want included in the show uh, and where i can i do try and include that so jump over and come and let's have a chat if you do have anything like that um yeah okay so on to the actual episode which is all about hyaluronic acid uh this ingredient is just i think everyone has a love affair with hyaluronic acid i don't see too many people out there saying oh, i don't like it uh, but the name itself i thought we might as well start off with what we're actually talking about here so if you just heard the name hyaluronic acid you would not be you would be forgiven for thinking that it's an acid in some way, it has some acidic properties maybe, maybe it's in the same, the same category as BHAs or AHAs, but it's actually not an acid at all. It is a humectant and that is a type of molecule that attracts water. So that's actually kind of the opposite of your BHAs and AHAs. So this is a totally different category uh, of ingredient and hyaluronic acid is actually naturally found in our skin. Uh, it's also in our connective tissues in the body and basically it acts as like a cushion and a lubricant for our joints, nerves, hair, skin and eyes. And part of the reason why our skin when we're young stays so smooth and elastic is that it naturally contains large amounts of hyaluronic acid and that's what helps the skin to stay healthy. The other place you will see hyaluronic acid used is in fillers for cosmetic surgery. So if you've ever seen anyone that's had their like, lips filled or maybe even cheeks or something like that, then a lot of the time that will actually be a hyaluronic acid filler that they're using. And that's because, again, great for plumping. It attracts water to itself and it binds um, water molecules. So 
a great ingredient that has a lots of different types of uses. One gram of hyaluronic acid can hold up to six liters of water. So that is why it has this property where it'll, it, it, it allows itself to fill up the spaces between the collagen and elastin in the skin uh, and keep skin supple. It can also prevent wrinkles from forming in dry skin. So basically we're talking about a moisturizer, a great moisturizing agent that can fight things like dehydration. Uh, yeah, that is what it is. Uh, that is why it is so popular. That is why you'll see it in so many products. Um, a star ingredient, I think, across both K-Beauty and Western Beauty. I mean, Western Beauty obviously has a love affair with hyaluronic acid as well. So does K-Beauty. It makes sense. This is a really good all-rounder ingredient that most people, I think, can find a use for in their skincare routine. There are a couple of types of or forms of hyaluronic acid. So obviously the, the main one that we've just talked about is hyaluronic acid itself, but I will let you guys know that obviously the ingredient in your skincare products has gone through chemical processing in order to be effective in a topical formula. Uh, so it is not exactly the same as the stuff in your body, but you know, we're talking about the same ingredient. Uh, and it is characterized by a large molecular weight and it's unable to penetrate the skin. So that's important to know when you contrast it against some of the other forms of hyaluronic acid. So sodium hyaluronate is a cousin, I guess you could say, of hyaluronic acid. And this is a common way to turn pure hyaluronic acid into a topical form. And it involves extracting the sodium salt. So the benefit of sodium hyaluronate is the, that it does have the ability then to penetrate into the deeper layers of the skin, which make it great for plumping the skin and reducing the look of wrinkles. So two slightly different forms of the hyaluronic acid. And then there is another type, which is hydrolyzed hyaluronic acid. And you will often see that on ingredients lists. If you have a look, flip your product over and take a look at the inky list, you will see hydrolyzed hyaluronic acid. And this breaks down the hyaluronic acid in a chemical reaction with water. So this form of it works on the skin surface to attract and bind water to the skin. So they're three really common ones. Now, plenty of great skincare products that do contain hyaluronic acid. I will start with COSRX's hyaluronic acid intensive cream, and they also have an essence as well. They are very popular products and they work to boost the skin's moisture content, seal hydration inside and protect from further loss of hydration. The other ingredient that these products include is sea buckthorn oil, which provides nourishing vitamins and amino acids. And it's also another excellent antioxidant. So that is a really popular one that you guys will probably have seen. Um, the, the, the essence version, I think, has 4,000 parts per million of sodium hyaluronic in it. Uh, so it gives the skin that lovely, healthy glow. So keep an eye out for both of those. I am a big fan of iUnique's vitamin hyaluronic acid toner. So this is their toner, which has 45% of hyaluronic acid and sea buckthorn extract 5%. 
Uh, and that one is really, really great to use after you have cleansed your skin. It's the perfect choice for like a seven skins toning method if you're doing that um, because it's lovely and hydrating. And the other one I would mention, I guess, in that category is ISN Trees uh, Hyaluronic Acid Toner, another really great one to use for seven skins that does, again, contain hyaluronic acid. Um, April B has a beautiful essence, the glutathione hyaluronic acid essence, and that one has glutathione, niacinamide, and hyaluronic acid, and that's really, really beautifully moisturizing and gives your skin like this immediate glow up uh, and soft look about it. That one I really, really like. Um, Mizon has a hyaluronic acid ultra subun cream, uh, and that one combines hyaluronic acid with ceramides and plant oils. And it is a really nice formula for people that tend to be on the oilier side and for people that live in humid climates. I know it's a favorite amongst a lot of uh, boyfriends. I know so many people have told me, so many of our Style Story customers have said, my boyfriend keeps swiping it. It's uh, a really popular one for boyfriends. So if you have a boyfriend that needs a moisturizer but doesn't want anything really sort of, you know, clogging or heavy feeling, a moisturizer that feels like you're not wearing anything but does still give you the hydration you need that one is a great product so I will put all of these products on the show notes for today's episode which you can find at thekoreanbeautyshow.com uh, and then Mizon also has um, in their mask collection, they have their Joyful Time um, series of masks. And there are quite a few that have hyaluronic acid in them. Our two Jellico products, so Bubble Tea Steam Cream contains sodium hyaluronate, and that really gives you the classic sort of K-beauty glow. You'll notice that immediately when you put it on your skin, your skin will definitely have this um plump, um, refreshed, and hydrated look to it. So that is bubble tea steam cream. If you're after something with uh, a gel formula, so that lighter texture, then our Jellico Cherry Blossom Sleeping Mask is made with sodium hyaluronate as well. Uh, but it is just that lighter gel texture. So better for people that have oily skin uh, and people that live in a really humid climate. And that one goes to work overnight to plump and smooth your skin while you sleep so a little bit of a cheap way to wake up to more glowing and hydrated skin the next morning now you'll also find hyaluronic acid in quite a few korean makeup products uh, misha's m perfect cover bb cream is one of those so that has that is basically like a makeup and skincare in one product so it has an spf protection factor built into it it has anti-wrinkle properties and skin brightening properties uh, and it also contains ceramides which are great for the skin's barrier plus hyaluronic acid to keep you uh, looking really hydrated and it does just that I think the best thing about that BB cream is that it doesn't feel like you're wearing makeup if you're the kind of person that hates wearing makeup because you hate feeling that awful feeling like you're wearing a lot of makeup in your skin this is like the opposite of that like you'll forget that you even have anything on um obviously it does contain spf in it but i would not rely on that alone for your sun protection just because um 
you're very unlikely to apply that much BB cream to get the stated level of protection. You would need to be really sort of putting a lot on. So put your sunscreen on first and then just use that as an extra sort of boost to your sun protection. That's how I would recommend um, using any makeup product that makes SPF claims. Uh, just because the studies have shown that people just do not apply that much makeup because it would look terrible. It would look really cakey and, you know, like you're wearing a mask or something. So put your sunscreen on first and then pop your makeup on over the top. But this one will just keep your skin hydrated all day. So that's a really, really beautiful product. Um, I would love to know, are you guys fans of hyaluronic acid? Do you particularly look out for it in your products? Come and find me on the gram. Um, I'm really interested to know all the time which ingredients are really piquing your interest if there's anything in particular that you always avoid that you always look out for and um, this is one of those ingredients that i just don't think will ever be unpopular just because of what an all-rounder it is but i would love to know is this something that you're like always look out for hyaluronic acid and are happy to see it in the list or you don't care you're over it it's like yesterday's news come and find me and let me know um yeah so that is what i had for you guys today next week's episode i am going to be taking a look doing a bit of a deep dive on how Korean beauty products are made. So if that sounds like something that you are keen to learn about, then make sure that you say stay subscribed, hit the subscribe button on your podcast app uh, so that this episode, the next week's episode will come up in your feed automatically. So this next couple of episodes that I have planned for you guys, I'm actually going to do a deep dive across several episodes. Uh, so that is the first time that I'm trialing this kind of thing. So I would be really keen to hear your feedback on that as well, whether you like these deeper dives or whether you prefer just our shorter format episodes. Uh, yeah, but stick around for that one. I'm super excited to chat to you guys about how Korean beauty products are made next week. Until next time, I will see you on Star Story.